Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to send a special shout-out to Alanis in Durham, North Carolina. Alanis, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. I hope you enjoy this story. Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now, on to our episode. This is Fern and Mother Nature. Enjoy! Dead smack in the middle of the Mount Rainier National Park, there lives a young girl named Fern Fernandez Ferguson. Now, you might think Fern is a strange-sounding name, but the Fernandez Fergusons do not think that. They think all things from nature are wonderful and deserve to be celebrated. For you see, the Fernandez Fergusons are nature people. They have such a deep love for our planet that one special day, gave Fern unique insight into this big space rock we call home. It all started on a sunny summer day. Today's the day! Fern's cousins were coming to visit. She had been anxiously waiting for this day all summer. 
She sprung out of bed, threw on the outfit she'd set out the night before, and sprinted out of her bedroom. She made it all the way to the kitchen before running headfirst into her mom, Daniela. Today's the day! Today's the... <laughs> Good morning, mija! What's with all the running and the screaming? Today's the day, mama! Lucas and Marcella will be here any minute! <laughs> Their plane hasn't even landed, my love. But I want them to be here now. Yes, I know. And you've been so good and patient. But we are just going to have to wait a little bit longer. Fern did not like the sound of that. She was tired of being patient. She told herself she could wait, but a fiery feeling began bubbling up inside her. Why don't you do something fun to help pass the time? I saw some cool bugs on my morning walk. Why don't you go sketch them? You love drawing all those cool, creepy crawlies. No, I don't want to draw bugs. The fiery feeling grew stronger. Okay, how about bird watching? Your binoculars are on the porch. Ugh, no, I don't want to go bird watching. We could take a hike. And at that moment, the fiery feeling in Fern's stomach finally bubbled over like lava pouring from a volcano. No, I don't want to hike or watch birds or draw bugs. I'm tired of all that stuff. But you love playing outside. No, I hate it. I hate bugs and birds and going on hikes. I just want to see Lucas and Marcella. Oh, I see. Come here, Miha. You miss your friends, don't you? Yeah. Oh, Fern. You know you can always tell me how you're feeling even if you think I might not like what you're going to say. It's not good to bottle up your emotions. They build up and... Explode? <laughs> yes. Sorry. It's okay, honey. We all get mad sometimes. You just need to practice healthier ways of expressing your feelings. What do you mean? Well, instead of pushing your emotions down until they explode in stomps and screams, you can try writing down how you're feeling, talking it out with me, or doing some deep breathing exercises to calm yourself down. Oh, like a balloon breath? What's that? It's something they taught us in school. You just make a circle with your hands like this. Fern touched her fingertips together and made a circle with her hands, leaving space for an imaginary balloon. Then take a slow, deep breath and pull your hands apart like you're blowing up a balloon and bring them back together when you let the breath go. That's a wonderful breathing exercise. Thank you for showing me that, Fern. <sighs> I'm sorry I didn't notice you've been upset. How about we sign you up for some camps next summer? That sounds pretty good. And how about you and I spend the morning together? That sounds great. Fern and her mother spent a busy morning prepping the house for their special visitors. They tidied up the bathroom, swept and mopped the kitchen floors, and set up air mattresses in the living room for Lucas and Marcella to sleep on. Fern was putting the finishing touches on a last-minute welcome banner when suddenly there was a knock at the door. They're here! Hey, Fern. Lucas, is that you? Hi, Aunt Daniela. Hi, Aunt Danny. Lucas! Marcella! It's so good to see you. Fern was confused. The kids standing in front of her sure sounded like her cousins, but they didn't look like them. Lucas's once short hair was now long. He now wore glasses and had a little scar above his left eye. Marcela looked different too. Her long braids had been switched for a short, curly flop of chin-length hair, 
and she stood a good two feet taller than the last time Fern had seen her. Fern, why don't you take Lucas and Marcella outside to play while I help Aunt Maya and Uncle Gabe with the bags? Daniela's words snapped Fern out of her confusion. Play outside? Yes, that is exactly what they should do. It's what she had been waiting all summer to do. Good idea. Come on, guys. Let's go. I can't wait to show you all my favorite spots in the park. We can play outside all day, just like we did last time you visited. You're gonna love it. Uh, sure? Mount Rainier is so cool, you guys. There are hiking trails, waterfalls, forests. Oh, and this really pretty meadow. So, what do you guys want to do first? Hmm. Well, it's really hot out right now. Maybe we could just find the shady spot and relax. I'm at a really good part in this book I'm reading, and I want to see what happens next. Lucas, we came here to hang out with Fern. You can finish your book later. Let's play a game. Okay, what should we play? I've got some puzzles and a deck of cards inside. No, not those games. I meant fun stuff, like basketball or football. Oh, I don't have stuff to play that. Well, no use staying in the heat if we aren't going to play. You got any movies? Yeah, and somewhere I could charge my phone? Let's go back inside. Wait, wait! There's so much we could do out here. We could go bird watching. No thanks. Or sketch some bugs down in the meadow. Bugs? Ew! I think I'll pass. Okay, well, we could go for a hike. I know a really nice trail. Maybe later, Fern. I... Sometimes Mama and I see animals on the trail. One time we even saw a bear. A bear? I want to see a bear. Yeah. Can you show us where you saw the bear? Uh, sure. And with that, the children prepared for their hike. Fern packed her trail bag with all of the essentials. Lots of water, a first aid kit, nature journal, and a walkie-talkie. Lucas grabbed his phone and book, and Marcella plopped a fistful of raisins directly into her shirt pocket. Then the children set off with Fern leading the way. She walked swiftly down a well-worn path. Just ahead was her favorite place in the park, Wildflower Meadow. Ragged mountaintops and towering pine trees created a picturesque frame for a field of purple and white flowers stretching as far as the eye could see. Wow, it's beautiful. Yeah, race you there. And as fast as lightning, Marcella took off, daring her brother and cousin to catch her. The two hurried after her, laughing as they went. When they reached the meadow, Marcella threw herself into the flowers and began to roll around. Marcella, you should really stay on the path. We don't want to trample the flowers. They're just flowers. So what if I... Ouch! Ouch! What's wrong? Something's biting me. <gasps> Ants! Oh, yeah. Away. Looks like you squashed that ant pile. They're running all over the place. Get away from there. Dumb ants trying to bite me. I should squish you some more. Wait, don't squish them. But they bit me. They only bit you because you rolled over their home. They thought you were attacking. They're just defending themselves. Come here. I have some bug bite cream I can put on those. <gasps> Fine. Fern let out a big sigh of relief as Marcella stomped in her direction. Marcella had always been stubborn, so Fern felt grateful that she was able to stop her from squishing the ants. The ants did not deserve to be squished. They were just doing what their instincts told them to do, defend their home. 
Fern spread bug bite cream on Marcela's ankle and covered it with a bandage. There, that cream should help with the itching. Thanks. Okay, let's keep moving. We got a bear to see. All right. And with a new pep in their step, the cousins set off again. They passed through sweet-smelling wildflower meadow and wandered their way down a wide winding path. At the end of the path, they came across a peaceful pond. Clear blue water trickled from a nearby stream, and a gaggle of geese slept silently on the shore. Hey, Fern, do we have time for a break? My feet are getting tired. Yeah, and I'm starving. I finished all my pocket raisins. That's okay. I brought extra snacks. Let's hang out here for a few minutes. Perfect. That should give me just enough time to finish my book. Lucas took out his book and laid down in the tall grass. Fern pulled out a big bag of trail mix and shared it with Marcela. Just then, the peaceful silence of the afternoon was disrupted by a loud and unpleasant sound. One of the geese had awoken from its nap and began honking. Soon, the other geese awoke and joined in the honking. Ugh, those stupid birds are too loud. I can't read with them honking like that. Geese aren't stupid. They actually have really good memories for birds. They can memorize people's faces. Isn't that cool? No, it's annoying. These are so annoying. You birds just be quiet. Flustered by the honking, Lucas stood up and ran toward the geese, waving his arms. Stop honking! Leave me alone! The frightened geese saw Lucas and took to the sky. Good. They're finally calm. Lucas, you shouldn't have done that. Why not? They were just honking at each other for no reason. Geese honk to communicate. You yelled at them for talking to each other. Well, they were talking too loud. They should find somewhere else to honk like that. This is their home, Lucas, not yours. They don't have to move just because you want to read. I never thought about it that way. Whatever, let's just get back on the trail. Tensions were high as the group set off on the final leg of their journey. Marcela scratched at her bug bites and complained about food. Lucas dragged his feet, upset that he didn't get to finish his book. Even Fern was frustrated. For the second time that day, a fiery feeling began to bubble in her stomach. They had finally made it to the forest. They should be able to spot the tree where she saw the bear any second now. I saw the bear over here. Where? Right here. It's just a tree. No, it's a tree with a beehive. I, I saw a bear eating honey from it last week, I swear. Well, it's not here now. This stinks. Let's go home. The fiery feeling in Fern's stomach grew stronger. We can't leave yet. Why not? There's nothing here. This was all just a big waste of time. Let's go. Lucas's words cut into Fern, and the fire in her belly tripled in size. Tears filled Fern's eyes, and the fire in her stomach erupted. Fine, let's go. You guys ruined everything anyway. Fern kicked the ground in frustration, accidentally launching a large rock directly at the beehive affixed to the tree. (gasps) The hive fell from the branch and splattered on the ground below. Suddenly, a panicked swarm of bees flew out in all directions looking for shelter. Run! Run! 
Marcelo, watch out! The bees were not attacking the children, but their frantic flying scared them nonetheless. Duck, Lucas! Then, all of a sudden, the ground began to shake and ripple. Earthquake! Get down on the ground! All three children dropped to the forest floor. The rumbling grew more frenzied. Trees cracked and moaned as the ground shifted around them. Just as Fern began to fear that things would get worse, a ferocious shout echoed through the air. Enough! And with that command, the earth stood still. Whoa, did you guys hear that? Fern opened her eyes in hopes of finding the source of the mysterious voice. Guys? But there was no one to be seen. Not even her cousins. Uh, Okay, very funny, guys. You can come out now. Lucas, Marcella, come on, let's go. Sorry, dear. I'm afraid they are too well-rooted to be leaving. Who said that? Fern jumped up and swiveled her head around in surprise. I did. Fern looked around confused. There wasn't a soul in sight. Where are you? Down here. Nope. Lower. Lower. Even lower. Fern looked down. There was nothing there but grass. You're a blade of grass? Oh, no, child. I am every blade of grass. I'm every drop of water on this planet. I am every little mushroom that sprouts from the loamy soil. I am Mother Nature. And with that declaration, the earth at Fern's feet began to move once again. But it was not a violent, erratic movement. It was meditative. The soil churned to form a round, feminine figure with full cheeks. She had rich brown skin and a short pixie cut made of grass. Mother Nature? You're real? Oh, yes. Very real. And very mad. Mad? Mad at who? You, your cousins, pretty much everyone. Me? What did I do? Uh, the beehive? That was just an accident. I love nature. Oh, you love nature now, do you? That's not what you said this morning. This morning, you hated nature. You hated all of my boring bugs and birds. I I didn't mean that. I was just upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they all say. Oh, I didn't mean to litter. I didn't mean to spill that oil. I didn't mean to put a hole in the ozone layer. (sighs) Look, that rock was the last straw. I'm tired of people destroying our planet. It's time to try something new. I'm thinking of trees. But we already have trees. Yes, but these trees are different. These trees are named Lucas and Marcella. Fern looked to the spot where Mother Nature was pointing. There stood two pine trees. One as tall as Lucas, the other as tall as Marcella. You turned my cousins into trees? Yep. I think I'm going to turn all the humans into trees. The planet will be way better that way. Much greener. You can't do that. Humans are harming the environment. I have to protect the planet. But humans don't have to be the problem. We can be part of the solution. Please, Mother Nature, let us try. Let me try. (sighs) Fine. I'll give you one hour. But if you fail to impress me, I'm turning you and everyone else into trees. Any chance I could be a fern? You're pushing it, kid. All right, one hour. 
Your time starts now. And with that, Mother Nature sank back into the earth, leaving Fern with the daunting task of saving all humanity from becoming trees. Okay, all I have to do is save the world in a single hour. That's not so hard, right? Right? What was I thinking? I can't save the world. I can't even control my temper. None of this would have happened if I hadn't kicked that stupid rock. I was just so mad. Once again, that oh-so-familiar fiery feeling began to stir in Fern's stomach. How am I supposed to fix this? I'm just one person. It's not fair. I... I... Huh? Fern's attention was drawn to a nearby tree. Tangled up in the high branches was a silvery balloon. A balloon? The sight of the balloon reminded Fern of the conversation she had with her mother that morning. Balloon breathing! I should do some balloon breaths! Fern put her fingertips together and breathed in deeply. She felt the fire in her stomach begin to calm down. She let the breath out slowly and brought her fingers back together. Huh, I actually feel a little better. Fern repeated the process until the fire in her stomach died down and she could think clearly once again. Okay, no more time to waste. I've got to save everyone by helping the planet. But where to start? The balloon, of course. That trash doesn't belong in a tree. I'll climb up there and get it. Fern gripped the trunk tightly and began climbing. She shimmied up the base like a bear cub, then hoisted herself into the branches using a low-hanging limb. Uh, just a few more inches. Maybe if I stretch, I can... Ha! Got it. Fern gripped the ratty ribbon attached to the bottom of the mylar balloon and gave it a tremendous tug. Nothing happened. The balloon was too tangled in the branches. Come on! Just let go already! Ugh, what am I gonna do? Fern seethed with anger as the fiery feeling in her belly began to grow once more. Then, just as she was about to start screaming and stomping, she thought of her mom. Fern closed her eyes, took three long, deep breaths, and the fiery feeling started to fade. Just then, she heard a familiar sound. It was the faint hum of a buzzing bee. Fern looked down to see a small bee clinging to her shirt. Oh, hey there, little lady. Was that your home I destroyed earlier? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess up your hive or hurt you and your friends. I acted in anger. I'm really, really sorry. The little bee hummed as if to say, it's all right, then flew up to meet Fern's gaze. I guess I haven't been a very good environmental steward today. Mama says you're supposed to care for the environment, not harm it. I guess I'll be an amazing steward soon. Can't get much greener than being an actual tree. The little hairy bee looked deeply into Fern's sad eyes and then flew up into the branches of the tree. Wait, come back! But the bee did not listen. She was on a mission. She flew right up to the shiny silver balloon and pierced it with her pointy little stinger. The balloon let out a horrible squeal as air whistled out of the hole. Within a few seconds, the balloon was completely deflated and it floated gently to the ground. Fern scrambled down from the tree to pick up the trash. Tightly gripping the deflated balloon, she turned around to thank her new friend, but the bee was already gone. She said a quiet thank you and set off with new determination. I'll do a trash pickup. 
That will show Mother Nature people can help the planet. I just need to get to the picnic pavilion. There's always trash around there. Fern jogged down the old familiar trail. She quickly exited the forest and neared the pond where Lucas had scared the geese. She had just stopped to catch her breath when she noticed a large goose sitting on the shore. Attached to its left leg was a tangle of something. Fern cautiously crept closer, trying to get a better look. Fishing line. Someone must have cut the line loose in the water and you swam through it. Fern was conflicted. The goose needed help, but she needed to save the world. Oh, I know. I'll radio the ranger station to send help. Fern pulled out her radio and pressed the receiver. The static from the radio startled the goose. The goose whipped its head around and hissed at Fern. It's okay, Mr. Goose. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm a friend. Fern put her hands out and slowly walked toward the nervous bird. The goose began honking loudly and tried to get away. He stood up and started limping to the water. Oh no, he's hurt. I can't just leave him like this. What if he goes out in the water and gets stuck on a branch or something? The picnic pavilion would have to wait. Thinking quickly, Fern grabbed some sunflower seeds from her trail bag and scattered them on the ground. I know I'm not supposed to feed wildlife, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Here, goosey, 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 come get the tasty seeds. The goose took one look at the seeds and began slowly hobbling back toward Fern. Yes! Fern grabbed a small pair of scissors from her first aid kit and got down on all fours. Typically, kids should leave wild animals alone, but she was trained to help rescue animals. She and her mom rehabbed baby ducks just last summer. She crawled up to the distracted goose and began snipping away at the tangled fishing line. There you go, all better. The goose looked down at his freed foot and gave a happy honk before spreading his wings and flying away. Fern smiled, picked up the fishing line, and started running towards the picnic pavilion. I've only got 10 minutes, I gotta pick up the pace. Fern made it to the wildflower in no time. She was running as fast as her legs could take her. So fast that she didn't see the rock in her path. Fern tripped on the rock and hit the ground with a hard thud. Ugh, I don't have time for this. I, wait, what is all this stuff? Fern looked quizzically at the ground. Mixed in with the dirt that made up the trail were hundreds of colorful little flecks. Fern picked up the largest piece she could find and inspected it closely. Hmm, this side is silver and this side is blue. Wait a second, this is a food wrapper. All these little tiny pieces are trash, and not just any trash. They're the worst kind of trash, microplastics. Teeny pieces of plastic that wash into our waterways and hurt the fish. I can't leave them here. Fern grabbed a pair of tweezers from her first aid kit and got to work. She crawled around on her hands and knees for what felt like an eternity, plucking the specks of plastic from the ground. But when she looked into her bag to see what she had collected, her heart sank. Really? That's all I collected? There's still so much more to be picked up. That's really all I've done? I was thinking the same thing. Fern spun around to see Mother Nature looming over her. Your time is up, Fern. What do you have to show for it? Uh, I collected litter. I picked up this balloon and some fishing line and these microplastics. And what else? Um, 
that's all I had time for. Oh, Fern. I'm afraid that's not enough. The problems the environment is facing are big. Your little litter pickup is just too small. But I'm, I'm feeling kind, so I'll turn you into a fern instead of a tree. Mother Nature raised her arms, preparing to transform Fern, but froze in place as a small bee buzzed past her face and landed on Fern's shirt. Move, Christine. I'm turning this little girl into a fern. No, I've made my decision. Now get out of the way, Christine, or I'll turn you too. Just then, a goose swooped in, honking loudly. What is it, Harold? Can't you see I'm busy? Well, that's very nice, but it's not enough. She's gonna be a fern. They're all gonna be ferns. Ow! Biting is rude, Stacy. Use your words. Fern looked down to see a tiny ant hanging on to Mother Nature's big toe. She then looked around her and saw hundreds of ants carrying bits of plastic on their backs. They marched all the way to her trail bag and dropped the trash inside. You're helping me. Don't you see, Mother Nature? They want to help. They don't want people to be plants. They want us to work together. Quiet! What they want? What about what they need? What I need? Do you know how much work goes into taking care of the planet? Do you know how tired I am? How frustrated? It's like there's this pit of lava in the core of my being that I'm just trying to keep from exploding out, and I just... Have you tried taking a deep breath? What? They can help with the fiery feeling. Give it a try. Mother Nature gave Fern a skeptical look. Go on. Mother Nature took in a deep breath, and the ground beneath Fern's feet swelled. Then she let it out slowly as a big gust of air, and it felt as if the entire planet had taken a big sigh of relief. Feel any better? Yeah, a little. Well, it's a start, just like this bag of litter. It's not a perfect fix, but it shows that I want to help. Yes, but there are other humans that don't care to help. True, but there are more people like me who do care. So what do you say, Mother Nature? Will you give us another shot? <sighs> okay, fine. Yes! But I can still turn you into a fern. Like, whenever. So be good. And with that, Mother Nature began sinking back into the soil. Wait, can you turn my cousins back into people? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Sorry. Mother Nature snapped her fingers, and Lucas and Marcella appeared in front of Fern. They looked just as they had before, but now they had twigs and leaves stuck in their hair. Fern, you saved us. You were so brave to climb that tree. Wait, you guys know what's going on? Yeah, we saw and heard everything that happened in the forest. I guess if your person becomes a tree, you still have some people traits? I don't know. Anyway, thanks for saving humanity. Yeah, and sorry we were so rude earlier. Sometimes I don't think before I act. Yeah, and I was being selfish. It's okay, guys. I was rude and selfish, too. I didn't ask what you wanted to do. I just wanted things to be the way they used to be. Like when we played outside all day and went stargazing at night. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Let's go stargazing tonight. Sounds like a plan. But maybe we can watch a movie first? Yeah, 
don't like that. But we need to make a quick stop on the way back. Where? The picnic pavilion. We've got trash to pick up. I'll race you there. Hey, wait up. <laughs> and so the children ran off into the setting sun to pick up litter. They came home sweaty and tired right before dark with two big trash bags full of garbage. Their hard work was rewarded with ice cream that they enjoyed under the stars while reminiscing about their crazy adventure. That was Fern and Mother Nature by Lane Farber. Performed by Crystal Martinez, Jasmine Romero, Renato Nicastro, Eva Williams, and Lola Cox. Produced by Megan Begala. Line produced by Harry Poster. Executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grown-ups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Vienna Princess.